Uh, welcome to Cyberlira. I'm Shepard Bridgetower. And I'm Henry Dubois. Uh, and we're still friends. Um, so, Henry, how are, you, how are you going? I am very good, Shepard. Uh, yeah. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm very excited to be back once again for yeah. another instalment of this uh, very exciting podcast, I think. Exactly. Uh, it's been uh, a while, I guess. You know, we haven't seen each other in, in a, mm. a good amount of time. Mm. But, you know, it's nice to, nice to be catching up again. Exactly. It's nice that um, the friendship hasn't uh, faded and mm. just been destroyed by, you know, by the lack of catching up. But yeah, that's good. Have you been to, been, been up to anything interesting or anything different recently? Well, recently, not really. I mean, the, I mean, well, actually the answer to that is probably, yes, there, there have been a few you know, interesting things that have happened in the past. Uh, you know, in recent times, you know, yeah. for example, you know, attended uh, some a, a wedding yeah. of late. Weddings are good fun. Yeah, weddings are good fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, sort of caught up some friends recently too. That's that was also good. Nice. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I think uh, yeah. Well, I went to half the weddings that you went to, sadly. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I've been well. Sadly, I've been a bit unwell, which mm. is you know. Throwing a throwing a bit of a spanner in the works, but yeah, I've tried to just yeah keep myself busy, mm. being you know keeping myself thinking about. <laughs> I'm gonna say fun stuff, but I use that term very 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 <laughs> loosely. So yeah, no, I've been uh, but I've been good, but yeah, good to catch up. Indeed, um, you've got the spanner out of the works now, so. I guess so. Like, wait, what is it? Like, what, what's the <laughs> what's the actual saying? It's yeah, spanner in the works, right? Yeah. I I assume it has to be that the spanner somehow stops the thing from working, right? <laughs> uh, I assume okay, the yeah, so yeah, right? it up or yeah, exactly. Spanner in the works, kind oh, of like through, a mechanism, right? That's true. Through a spanner in the yeah. works. Yeah, I assume the works maybe some cogs working, and then, and then just the jams spanner jams it, and then you remove the spanner and continues working. You know, I was talking about this with um with with uh, a family member of mine. You know the idea of like what you sow, you shall reap. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? You, know, you get what you put in time. Exactly. Thing. But I feel as though, like, like, that seems to be something that's, that was sort of said. Oh, sorry. The origins of that, I assume, were, like, from a long time ago, right? Yeah. When there are a, pe- exactly. yeah. a lot more people who are doing farming. Yeah. But, like, sowing and reaping seems to be quite, a, like, an involved process. It's not just, like, throw some seeds and then just, like, sit back <laughs> and then whatever. You know, in six months, you just go and, like, just mm. get all your fruit and stuff. Like... I feel as though some of the new ones from the idea of sowing and reaping has been lost because people don't farm, not people, but like fewer people farm now. So mm. like if you say sow and reap, people are just like, I put something in, I get some stuff out. Whereas like maybe in a few years ago, if you said what you sow, you shall reap, people would mm. be like, I have to put something in. And then at a certain point, I have to like put in more work to get something out. Because mm. doesn't isn't that like how farming works? You like... Put in seed, which, like you have to sort of till, you have to ready the ground, yeah, move the weeds, that's right. you know, mm. wait for the right time when it's like the conditions are right, throw in the seed, mm. and you have to like keep on like doing some stuff, to, mm. I don't even know, whatever, <laughs> weed or, <laughs> I don't know, farming stuff, <laughs> and then eventually you reap the harvest, right? Yeah. It's and a, harvesting mm. isn't just like, I'm just going to walk by and, you know, and pluck some stuff, like, yeah. you know, an involved process, right? That, that's true. So I feel as though like a mm. lot of the sort of, you know, um like nuance and, and meaning is lost because like people don't like like farm anymore. And then maybe, maybe start thinking like, 
one, we sort of need to like think of like a modern day mm. example of that to like really hammer home some of the nuances to the common mm. man. Um, and like what other like cliches mm. are um, sort of like what, 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 you know, when else is meaning being lost because the cliches become outdated? Mm. And also like that's why cliches aren't good. Mm. Anyway, Interesting. that is a very, very, very big tangent. No, so no, 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 I think back that's, to, yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, yeah. just on that, you know, when you talk about pot of gold, for example, you know, stumbling on a pot of gold, how <laughs> often do you stumble upon a pot of gold these days? I mean, quite literally never. <laughs> yeah, maybe that needs to be updated too. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like, what does it mean just to be lucky? Yeah. Yeah. Or like fine. But like, need on haystack. That's another <laughs> one, right? Another agriculture uh, related Exactly. Phrase, phraseology. Yeah, yeah. I guess everyone lived, lived on, lived on, I don't know, not everyone, but like, obviously people had a much stronger connection to the land, mm. like in the past. Mm. So a lot of their, like, you know, ways that you'd explain things to people, I guess, but the best way to explain things to people would have been sort of, mm. you know, using farming related, like terminology and um, mm. symbols and things that people interact with. <laughs> When they're doing the hard labor in the mm. old burning sun, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Interesting thought there. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, we'll come back to our sort of normal programming. Um, and so firstly, yeah, we're going to start off with our business idea, then move on to a cooking idea, then have our bowl so hard segment. Um, so yeah, firstly, we have our I'm not a businessman segment. Um, and so yeah, previously we've discussed... Um, the sort of, you know, finance mechanism and we've also touched on the mm. um, network effects idea that we're implementing for the mechanism. Um, but yeah, to, I guess, you know, we've had a few more thoughts with regards to the financing idea. Yes. And we're hoping to, I guess, yeah, have a good chat about that now. Mm. So I guess, as I previously mentioned, had, had a bit of time to think about stuff and just <laughs> sort of let, let, some, <laughs> let some sort of ideas ricochet around my brain. Um, and yeah, specifically with regards to the, the mechanism, which I guess just to give a quick recap, um, the mechanism was initially like, you'd have like a person A who sold something to person B in market one and person B would buy something in market one and sell it at, in, in market two. Um, and I guess person A would, well, sorry, when person A sells something to person B in market one, they'd make a profit, um, equal to say, you know, it, it, you know, they'll, they'll make a profit and then person B would sell to person C in market two at a price that was equal to the price that they paid in market one plus, plus the profit made by person A. And then at a certain point in the future, um, person C would get um, the profit um, that person A made um, yeah, at, 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 at some point in the future. And I think previously we've discussed how it's seen, like, you know, I guess the, assuming this mechanism works, some of the implications might be rather, I don't know, unique. <laughs> is that correct, Henry? <laughs> yeah, I guess unique is a good way of describing it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, well, mathematically, you know, it's, you know, the, the outcome is 
of interest. Yeah. Well, I guess um, I, I think I, I have more questions around its um, practical, I guess, feasibility. I mean, uh, yeah. I whether mean, the, the mathematical sort of model actually plays out exactly, like that yeah, in exactly, practice. Exactly. I mean, if only we had some friends who knew maths. I mean, that, well, exactly. That'd be ideal. That would be ideal. <laughs> that would be, be definitely <laughs> ideal. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, two birds with one stone. Exactly, two birds with one stone. By the way, again, two birds, one stone is a Drake song, by the way. Is it? Yeah, this line says, two birds, one stone, my aim is amazing. Oh. So, there you go. Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) Is it to do with the aim or the trajectory of the stone? I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, back to what we were saying. So, yeah, I guess, from, like, um, the qualitative conclusion that we'd come to (laughs) Was that it seems that if this mechanism works, the price in M one and I guess M two should be infinity, right? We like yes. it, it seems to suggest that the price in M one and M two just keep on going up and 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 up. Mm. And so initially we were just like, well, sounds good. Well, I guess <laughs> so. Like, yes, sounds good, but it sounds bizarre. Like, you know, it just I guess you know how many things do you see go go to infinity? So I guess like. I was going to say we, but more accurately, I mm. have spent some time, I guess, thinking about like whether there's, I don't know, some sort of more sort of meaningful explanation that could um, explain, I guess, more, more so accurately where the equilibrium would be. Because I guess every market, mm. it's, not, it's not certainly in markets, but like the, the, you know, the idea of sort of an equilibrium is, is sort of fairly common in most things, Most, yeah. Yeah. a lot of things in chemistry, mm. in uh, yeah, sort of economics, and yeah, a lot, a lot of other other areas. So I guess my thought was like, where would the equilibrium be reached? And I guess actually with most arbitrages, an equilibrium is reached when you know the price in one market. Anyway, there's a market where the price is low, market where the price is high, um, mm. where the markets where the price is low, demand is increased, where the price is high, supply is increased. Mm. So increase in demand, increase in price, increase in supply. It decreases price, eventually the prices are equal. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, where would this, like, system reach equilibrium? Mm. Now, so the sort of value proposition to, you know, someone buying in market one is that you can buy something in market one and then sell it in market two and essentially make a risk-free return. Mm-hmm. So then I thought that, like, an equilibrium will be reached where the risk-free return made in this mechanism is equal to the risk-free return made somewhere else right yes and sort of a source of risk-free return is like government bonds right Mm -hmm. so then i begin to think that like when like when the return from so when you invest a certain amount of money in a government bond when that return is equal to the difference between the price in market one and market two that's when the system would be would reach equilibrium right Mm -hmm. so for example if if you could Buy in market one and buy and and sell in market two. Say once every year, and you made ten, and the difference was ten dollars. Um, how much would it? How much would you pay? Or what's the maximum you'd pay for the for the sort of for the you know the good in market one? Mm. And so if 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 you're sort of going to make a risk return of ten dollars, how much would you? invest in a government bond to get $10 back. Now, mm. let's assume... This is not the case in reality, but let's just assume for the maths' sake that... Um, or for the sake of easy mm-hmm. maths, mm-hmm. that the risk rate of return is 5%, right? Mm-hmm. So that would mean you'd need to invest... Sorry, 5% per annum, I should say. Mm-hmm. So that would mean you need to invest... Um, 
Awesome. So you need to invest $200 yes, to get 5%, to get 5% out mm-hmm. at the end of the year. Now, assuming you could just um, buy in market one and sell in market two once per year and you get $10, that mm-hmm. would mean that the cost, so you'd, the maximum you're willing to pay for the good in market one would be $200. $200, yeah. And I guess like the, you know, the, the, the formula that you could use is like the price would be equal to the difference between market one and market two, sorry, market two and market one, market one yep. divided by the rate of return per annum or, yep. or you know, and, and then you sort of include the unit of time. Yeah. And I guess like if you follow sort of that, that, um, that, that logic, um, the, you know, the, 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 the more frequently you can make, um, the trades between market one and market two, the higher the, the price of the, of the good in market one should be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. So then if you could do it once every month, then the price would increase. And I think we did the maths was around about two and a half thousand dollars. And if you could do it every day, it'll increase even more. Now, with um, an arbitrage opportunity, which exists between market one and market two, the idea is that like a trade should happen sort of essentially simultaneously, like really, really quickly between market one and market two to sort of um, take advantage of that sort of free money. But I guess based on, I guess based on this mechanism, it seems as though the arbitrage would be maintained for, I guess, as long as... As long as... <laughs> infinitely. Oh, yeah. For, I guess for a while. And that should mean that, like, the time that it takes to make that $10 or whatever is really, 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 really small, right? So if that time is really, really small, that means the price should be really, really, really high, right? Mm-hmm. Because, it, like I said, so it's like the price is equal to the difference divided by sort of, let's call it R, which is a rate of return. Mm. Now, R, we have to divide that by sort of a, a unit of time. So if it's a year, it would just be like one. But if it's, um, you know, every second, it have to be how many seconds there mm. are in a year. So I guess that seems to be a mathematical proof that would suggest that like the price of, you know, the good in market one in this particular mechanism approaches something towards infinity as the time it takes to make the trade between market one and market two decreases provided the arbitrage is maintained between market one and market two. And I think we've had it previous discussions to illustrate why that arbitrage would be sort of maintained over time. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess my question is then wouldn't there be a limit on the mechanism on the price? You mentioned price going to infinity. Hmm. Wouldn't that be limited by, you know, you mentioned how, how quickly, um, what the time is? Yeah, yeah. So, so, I guess, yeah, so I guess like, yeah, so, so yeah, so yes, the, the time be limited, but like, you know, I think, you know, have you heard of like high frequency trading? Like they mm. use sort of supercomputers to like, you know, yeah. it's essentially, you know, well, do a lot of things, but I mean, one of the things supercomputers are used for is to take advantage, well, to search for and then take advantage of arbitrage opportunities, right? Mm. And the reason why they don't exist in reality is because they'd be wiped out sort of essentially, you know, really, really, really quickly. Hmm. So there are computers that can trade super, super quickly. So if you just like hook them up to one side, like, you know, put supercomputers on one side of the mechanism, and then, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, like on the other side of the mechanism, hmm. and then just like ran the mechanism. Yeah. Like then, at least theoretically, the price should just be really, really like astronomically high. Like, yes, yes it's not going to literally reach infinity because you can't, literally do a simultaneous trade so time mm. will never be zero mm. but like as time approaches zero then the price should approach mm. infinity yes i think i don't know yes. <laughs> so yeah that's 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 my latest thoughts 
So you have to get a supercomputer, is what you're saying? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Honestly, like, <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but like that thought, I guess, I mean, I guess why, why I sort of, I guess, <laughs> what, what made me happy about it is like it added, at least in my mind, a bit more rigor to the idea that these, like in this mechanism, whatever sold in market one and, you know, by extension, what sold in market two are worth sort of, you know, infinity or at least their price, you know, their price does actually approach infinity. Mm. Well, I guess my question then is what implications are there for the market if this mechanism was implemented? Yeah, I don't know. So I I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Like I was thinking about like, maybe there's some sort of greater meaning to this mechanism. (laughs) Is there, I don't know, maybe, maybe there is. Like maybe that's, you know, what is that greater meaning? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things. Like, it's not the destination, but the friends you met on the way. Like, you know. Hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Honestly, like, I, I don't know. Like, I found it really, I find this really interesting to think about. Its practical implications might be non-existent, but hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be quite, yeah, quite scary probably to some of these finance people in the world if indeed this mechanism was out there and, you know, they've been told that indeed... You know, the price can reach infinity and or, or can be astronomically high. How would it be scary? I mean, you know, then it, and then then they might go to question, you know, whether you know their their, their roles are really yeah their very existence and exactly. the, their their worth perhaps you know their worth uh, infinite. Well, yeah. everything is worth everything infinity. Is, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, those are my those, you know, those are my latest. Uh, what what I call them? Re- Revelations? Musings, yeah, yes. I guess my, my latest musings. Mm. So, it is yeah. intriguing. Uh, it is intriguing. Yeah. I guess, you know, the question remains in my mind, uh, what, in practice, what does this mean? And how would one implement this in practice? Yeah. I mean, I think, like, the implementation to me, um, I don't know. I'd assume, like, you just need to, like, drop contracts and stuff, I'd assume. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, perhaps some of our listeners might have some ideas here. I, I guess so. I mean, look, if you have... Some free time and you'd like to just, you know, mm. I don't even know, think about something somewhat useful. Just Exactly. You if you have some mathematical this. skills. Exactly. Shout exactly. Out. exactly. <laughs> Those are, yeah, greatly appreciated. Some modeling skills, whatever. Exactly. Greatly appreciated. Yeah. Anyway. Stochastic so, yeah. models, is that what they call some of them? Whatever. Yeah. Stuff. So that, that brings our, um, I'm not a businessman section to an end. That, that was a bit, I mean, look, that went a bit long, so... If your least favorite section is the business section, we I guess apologize. Um, but yeah, look, that's that's um, the section, and I guess we'll 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 keep our viewers, our, our listeners, listeners, I should say, updated. Mm. All oh, viewers, you know. I, guess, I mean, if you're viewing us, I, I, I don't you know don't how, how. You're doing yeah. it, but like, I guess thank. I don't know, yeah. Good for you. Good good set of skills. Exactly. Oh, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll keep you updated. Cool. Next, we have our what's cooking section, and uh, Henry, yeah, get some interesting, interesting thoughts at a fish restaurant that you went to, a restaurant that you a went restaurant to. we went to. Yes, well, I guess this is perhaps somewhat controversial, mm-hmm. uh, if anything, uh, maybe not so much, uh, depending, I guess, uh, what your what one's experience is in the dining or culinary scene. Yeah, uh, but I recently went to. Uh, a restaurant uh, in the city mm-hmm. and uh, it was well the restaurant had effectively an aquarium really at the front half of the restaurant <laughs> where they had live you know seafood you know, 
the uncooked seafood. So I guess the live fish and yeah. fish stock and whatnot, you know, crabs, lobsters, you name it. Uh, <laughs> How big was this aquarium? Well, the, the, aqua- the individual aquariums weren't that big. They were probably, you know, three meters by, you know, by two meters by, you know, whatever, three meters again. Oh, really? Yeah. As in three meters? And then the yeah, three, three by high. three by, yeah. Three yeah, like three meters high pretty high. Um, maybe like the, maybe length was three meters rather yeah. than depth. Oh, depth okay. from how like, tall was it? Uh probably like floor to ceiling. Yeah, yeah, floor to ceiling. Um, Fair. and they had dividers in the aquarium. Oh, and really, yeah, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, I reckon, yeah. Do, <laughs> do you reckon free range fish taste better than like non free range fish? I don't know. Well, I, I would assume that free range fish probably has more toned muscle, and so the. You know, sort of, flesh would be more. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just like swimming around the ocean, just yeah. free. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, is there a difference? I mean, can you taste the difference between free range, you know, chicken, for example, versus maybe caged chicken? Maybe we should do it. We should we should do a, we should do a taste test and yeah. do like a free range versus not free range. No, and see one if we can, can tell the difference. Well, we, well, we, we can. can well, we will have to see. Exactly, that's a yeah. potential challenge. That's a potential challenge yeah. indeed. Um, but yeah, so at this restaurant, they had this big aquarium and that was divided into... I think the reason they divide them is to prevent, you know, some of the fish from mauling the each other. other. Yeah. But like, are they that aggressive? Like, yeah, I assume look. they fight. I mean, they're different breeds of fish. That's or like true. different uh, genuses. That's something... Look, I must say, that's something I underappreciate. Like the, the sheer violence that goes on in the ocean. Exactly. Because maybe it's because I haven't watched Jaws. Have you watched Jaws? Uh, I... I, well, I have, but I don't remember it. Yeah. I, I remember watching it. Yeah. I, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's more like finding Nemo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what happened? Like, did, Nemo did, was found. Does anyone die? Well, from memory, no, not in Who is, Nemo. Isn't there a fish that gets... No, Nemo gets lost. Yeah, it gets lost, but Nemo else? gets found. Who's the other fish in finding Nemo? Dory, right? Dory. Is yeah. she the one finding Nemo? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that why it's called Finding Nemo? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to find Nemo. That is true. You know, remember how we were talking about songs the other day, like yes. catchy songs? Yes. I don't feel as though... Like, what's the song that came out of Finding Nemo? Oh, that's a good Oh, question. Just Keep Swimming. Oh, is, is that it, Finding uh, Nemo? No, is it? I, I so. don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't... Off the top of my head, I don't know. Because it has to be a, ca- a catchy song that maybe... Keep swimming, and that, that that's definitely just a line, swimming, yeah, swimming, from swimming. from Nemo. But I'm not sure. I yeah, don't that's remember so. You reckon it's just a line and not a song? Yeah, I think it's just a line. Were oh. there songs in Finding Nemo? Oh, I, I assume there were. I mean, there, yeah. there must be some instrumental tracks somewhere. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> it must be. It's a movie, right? They always <laughs> have instrumental tracks. Yeah, they just like get some, you know, some random who just like <laughs> st- you know strums the guitar, so strong, and yeah. the side off, yeah. like, hey, dude. Exactly. Thoughts Underwater, on... yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Like, can you do that, but with a, with a snorkeling thing underwater? Until you get the, wrong, the right effect. I guess so. Anyway, we're, we're getting so distracted. So you're saying... Yes. Yeah, so aquarium, aquarium that, that were divided, and in the aquarium, as I mentioned, there were different uh, genus genuses of fish. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I guess maybe Dory was uh, King Dory, something like that. Yeah. But there are different types of fish that I... Couldn't pronounce the the names, yeah. uh, and the, there was a lobster in there and whatnot. And our, you know, our, our, we were we were there with some family friends, and you know, we decided to order a lobster dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the people at the restaurant so kindly, uh, well, quote unquote, caught a lobster from yeah. the aquarium, which literally just means they picked it picked out, it out like, of the not... aquarium because <laughs> it's so. Is the lobster then caught or That's has it been caught like, already? Yeah, because I mean, it's still in water and still alive. And I feel as though, well, I feel as though the house, I mean, 
would argue that it was caught when it was plucked out of the water. But it's still in the water. But no, no, as in like originally, when, you know, when okay. it was swimming in whatever pond it was, it was yeah. swimming in, once it was plucked out of there, then it was caught. Like, to me, there has to be some sort of like, you know, pursuit when you're catching something. Because you can't like... Do lobsters escape though? They're not very good know. escape artists. I don't know. Uh, like, how are they even caught? Like, they're not... They, I mean, Don't they have those metal crate things? That's the thing, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're not... They're of, like this, I'm not saying that... I never thought that they were, but obviously they're not like fished. Yeah. They don't like, you know, chuck bait. Yeah, no. Yeah. That'd be actually really funny. Yeah. The lobster grabs it with his claw. Yeah. And just cuts off the line. That's true. That's true, actually. It's like, you wouldn't be able to get... I mean, not you wouldn't, but it'd be hard to get a lobster with a fishing line. Yeah, that's true. And what do lobsters eat? Another good question. I don't have Not fish. Not worms either, probably. That's true. What do they... I mean, what do their equivalent mouths look like? I don't know. And yeah, I don't know. Like lobsters swim, right? Uh, well, they have legs. They look like spiders. Yeah, but like, where are they? Like in in water? Like, I I think they're on the floor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're on like, the floor. And there must be actually no. They are on the floor because yeah. I've been told that some, some like some the larger lo- lobsters, for example, are deeper in the the sea. Yeah, and so, so they're more difficult to catch. Yeah, that's yeah. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they must be on the like, sea floor. They must all be like. Pretty sh- in shallow, shallow water, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they are crustaceans, because they have a shell. Yeah, because it's like anyway. Yeah, why would they? So, why you? This is highly lobsters. intriguing <laughs> your topic. Yeah. But you're saying, <laughs> yeah. So you're saying, like, do they taste better? Well, well, I don't know, because I've I've never I've never eaten a lobster. Well, in the market, it's you'll be hard pressed to find lobsters mm. in the market. Well, yeah, there are, but not live ones. And the ones yeah, that have been caught there have been dead for a while. Cool. Hopefully <laughs> not too long. Yeah, yeah, not too long. But yeah, yeah so the, anyway, the ones that were caught, I mean, they do taste somewhat fresher. I, I, I have no point of reference, but yeah. I, I'm assuming it's probably the freshest given the lobsters were living I mean, moments ago. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. But, the, but like, yeah, it's like, but <laughs> what does it mean to die? Like, yeah. you know, if someone, like, if you've never lived, if, if, you know, if someone's just like, you know, lived, you know, worked just an office job their whole life, haven't really sort of done much in their life, have they really lived? What does it mean to live? What does it mean to die? Ask me the deep questions in life, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. But I don't know. With a gust of freshness, like, I feel as though, like, I've never tasted any of these, but I feel as though one just plucked from the water should be fresher because it's still like, yeah, <laughs> not like living and yeah. breathing and... I think so. I mean, it's the same yeah, as if you were on a boat and you caught a fish and you barbecued the fish straight yeah, on the exactly. grill. Yeah, so yeah. So I assume it is. Yeah. yeah, I think with fish, definitely. With lobster, yeah. I, I, I would assume so. Yeah. Um, and but, I guess, like, why else would they, like, go through the hassle? Well, exactly. <laughs> of hosting. Yeah, exactly. In, 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 you know, yeah. in the restaurant. Exactly. So I wonder what sort of license they have to get to, like... Keep that is such a good question. I've always wondered that because, yeah. you know, there are some strict occupational health and safety exactly. laws, but isn't that in breach of just like every <laughs> occupational health and safety law ever? It does, I would have loved to be like the, you know, the member of parliament who said, I'm bringing the motion to the floor <laughs> that, <laughs> that, you know, restaurants should be allowed to have an aquarium. You know, yeah, an aquarium in, on their premises. Exactly. And yeah, it, it's just such an intriguing thing because you don't find, I mean, it's quite unique. Yeah. Um, I think in particular to probably more Southeast Asian uh, type restaurants. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, well, I, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume like maybe like Japanese restaurants. Yeah, Japanese restaurants too. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe some, the occasional Italian restaurant might actually have an aquarium, the albeit Italians, at the back. Do they eat much fish? Uh, I mean, they eat calamari, but I don't assume they keep live calamari. <laughs> no, like, aren't they? 
Oh. A life squid. Yeah, that's true. Actually, is it? Yeah, it's calamari once it's cooked, right? Yeah, that's a good point. It's called squid or yeah. octopus before. Yeah, sort of like a it's sort of like um, bread and toast. Yeah, well, yo, I was gonna say, um, what's it called? Caterpillar and butterfly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The evolution. Even they actually do change, whereas like mm. calamari is just like sliced squid. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, cooking is actually an interesting one. You know, yeah. I mean. For apologies to our listeners who are vegan and vegetarian, vegetarian. <laughs> probably not the podcast for you. Not this no, episode no, anyway. No, not no, this episode. Podcast. I, no, well, you know, I mean, I might look. be your two gruesome details. No, but I'm, I'm sure our vegan and vegetarian listeners love the mechanism idea. So they yeah, just, exactly. You, know, you can just skip this part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, I think we should. That, that's that's a, that's a great segment. I really enjoyed mm. you know, talking about the old fishies. Mm. And I, I guess the takeaway from that is we need to know, know more about lobsters. Cause exactly. At least I need to know more yeah. about lobsters because I know nothing. Nonetheless, now we come to our final segment, our ball so hard segment. Have you played basketball recently, Henry? If uh, watching some YouTube clips of people playing basketball counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm the same. So, look, thankfully, we, we no, no, well, sadly, neither of us have played basketball much recently mm. but thankfully that means we have a very short bolster hard segment which is quite um actually quite good because mm. we're coming to the end of the podcast so it's been uh it's been very good catching up with you henry no it has to indeed Shepard. uh i think we've talked about some really interesting stuff there i think particularly your business idea i'm not a businessman segment yeah, uh, more and more i feel like you might actually be a businessman after all maybe all we need is just Oh, who knows what we need? I don't know. Just, yeah, it's been, it's been a good fun thing about it. Exactly. It's, been, it's been a good fun thing about it. So, yeah, look, Shepard, it's been good to see good to see you and talk to you again. Remember to follow us on Instagram at saba.lira. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, see you next time. Hopefully, we'll be still be friends. Indeed. Hopefully, we will still be friends then, too. No worries. Take care, everyone. <laughs>